Blog Talk Radio. Say, for instance, we're sick. 
We want our mate to fuss over us. I know we say, oh, no, 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 I'll be fine, but you love it when they say, you want some soup, you want some tea, here, let me turn the TV on for you, let me keep the house quiet for you so you can relax, or here, take some medication. You want to know that, you know, because when you're growing up, you got your mom and your dad or your mom, or if you're in a single-parent household, whatever it is, you got someone you can go to or if you're staying with a relative or something and talk to, and they kind of guide you through it so you feel secure and you feel good, even though, you know, you're not sick enough to be in the hospital, but you're at home, and someone goes, oh, Take some medicine, put your feet up, watch a movie, you'll feel better. You like that. And if you can get that from your mate, that's beautiful. So we do want someone to fuss over us. We want to, you know, maybe run our bath after a hard day's work, so on. You know, those kind of things we definitely look forward to. So we want to be spoiled and taken care of. And coming in at number (laughs) seven, a woman wants to be able to trust. This is something, though, that is built over time and can be damaged, believe it or not, in a split second. And this is something that definitely, definitely has to be earned. It kind of goes hand-in-hand with the Mm -hmm. security of a relationship, but trust is something that they both go hand-in-hand, and it definitely builds. Trust Trust is a big one. Oh, most definitely, and I can't say enough about that. It can be lost, you guys, in a matter of seconds. Please, 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 please do not, do not, if you're out there, anybody that's in a relationship or thinking about being in a relationship, do not defy a woman's trust. Number eight, we want to be soulmates with our mate, okay? We have to be best friends. There should be nothing at all we cannot share with each other. We definitely want to be soulmates. And some women might say, I'm independent. I ain't trying to be no soulmate. I don't (laughs) care nothing about that. But deep down inside, if you really ask yourself, you want to know that, you know, because sometimes your girlfriends can be, you know, there for you, and sometimes they can be in their own situation or away or gone or you know, MIA, and that's short for missing in action, you know, how, how we say it, yes. you know, a little slang for it. But you may not have nobody that you can go to and talk to about a personal issue or a problem, or it could be something great and you just want someone to be happy and joyous with you and share in that experience. You want that. So if you could be soulmates with your mate and know that no matter what, that's the person you think of first when something happens, whether it's good or bad, and it's like i got to get to them and i got to give them the news, that's your soulmate, and you feel inside that they're going to give you their honest opinion, whether it's good, bad, it hurts, it doesn't hurt. Whatever it is, you know they're going to tell you they're not going to sugarcoat it because no one, no one, let me repeat that. Now, people may want yes men, and that's somebody that agrees with everything they say and do, whether it's right or wrong. They do not need yes men. Right, honey? No, that's totally incorrect. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I'm just playing. You are right, baby. You're definitely right. Definitely. Number nine. A woman wants to be included in any and all decisions made. Mm -hmm. They have to be included in making any decisions, all decisions that are especially important to the family, to what's going on inside of a relationship because it it includes them, includes you, brings you guys together Mm -hmm. because these are decisions that could change your life or anything. And if you get that other perspective from it, it also lends to the decision making process because it also helps you make a better decision because you're making it not only for yourself but for your family. Oh, most definitely. You guys, being included, I know, and I'm a woman speaking from a woman's point, it is the best thing. You feel like you're of equal value to the relationship. On top of that, it's something that should be shared. Try not to make any huge decisions. Now, if you got to make a decision to buy yourself a burger or not buy yourself a burger, that's different. But when it comes to family things and situations, you definitely want to be included. Number nine, we have, or excuse me, number ten, we have to someday have a family. All women want to someday have a family, I think. At least most women do. But even the ones that don't have a natural, they do have a natural instinct anyway to nurture their family. So it's a, it's a feeling that I think women have, regardless if they, you know, end up growing up and saying, you know, I really got my career, I got my job, I got it going on. I really don't think bringing a kid in is the right thing for me particularly. Inside, that instinct is still there. And a majority of the women do want to have that whole family situation, kids, you know, settle down, whether it be their own biological children or adopted. As you can see, it's, you know, adoption is taking the world by storm, which is a fantastic thing. But family could not just mean 
you know, having children yourself, but being involved in another person's family. Maybe, you know, your mate has children or, uh, you know, already or something like that, but everybody wants that whole feeling of being a part of a family. That's why I say kids that grow up in a large family, they get something special. Even kids that that's a single child, if they have uncles and aunts and grandmas and grandpas and they're close to them, they get that same specialness. Wouldn't you say, Dave? I, I totally agree with you. That The maternal instinct, and that goes both ways for mm-hmm. the mother and the father, but it adds such a dynamic to uh, a relationship to a family because now you, you look past yourself because it's not just about you two. And that's a big thing, but when you bring a child in and all of a sudden you're both caring for it and trying to do everything that you mm. can for it, it, it's just a huge dynamic, babe. Well, most definitely, you guys. Here's one that I know a lot of ladies out there, and I see the call lines are lit up, and we definitely would take your calls, or you can jump right in the conversation. If you just want to listen and relax, that's cool, too. Again, you can reach us by calling 347-215-8305 or by going in in our chat room, and it's really busy in there. Thank you guys for your wonderful comments and for being in there. Have fun. Let's, let's you know, hang out the whole show. Um, but number 12 is? Mm-hmm. Very, or number, excuse me, number 11 is very important. We do not, as a woman, want to be compared to mates of past partners. This is one of the biggest no-nos. Just do not do it. Everybody out there thinking about being in a relationship, do not compare her to someone that you've been with or someone you cared about or someone that, and you could do it in subtle ways even. It doesn't have to be something that's right out in front, you know, blatant like, oh, you remind me of Sarah or you remind me of Gina. It could be things you do. Oh, well, I like going skiing. And in your mind, you're thinking, because me and, you know, Shauna went skiing. That's not right. And a woman can feel that. Our intuition is keen, and we will know. And, you know, most of the time, if you have a relationship where you're able to talk, you've shared some of these past relationships with her. So she's going to know, and in the back of her mind, if something, if that light bulb clicks on, (laughs) and it's like, wait a minute, that sounds a little bit like when you were with Lisa. Um, Repeat that again. Then it's an uncomfortableness, and we just don't want to be compared. So, I mean, it's it's inevitable because everything that's been done once has been done before. So, or been done, excuse me, has been done before. So I'm just saying just make it a, a point to let everything be fresh and new and be yours. Everybody out there that's in a relationship, make it special. Make it unique to your own. Babe, I got one. You, you jumped yeah. ahead to, to 12 on me, but it was okay. mine. I got this one. Appreciation. A uh-huh. woman needs to feel that all the hard work and her sacrifice and contributions to the relationship are appreciated. And a lot of times this can get overlooked because life moves so fast with mm-hmm. jobs and different things and your kids, and you you just got a lot going on. You can overlook the little things because it's like, oh, you know, she's supposed to do that or he's supposed to do that. These little things add up, and you just want to take the time to say, I appreciate you for what you are, for who you are, for the hard work you put in, for the sacrifices that you make that make our relationship so special. So appreciation is definitely a big one. Oh, my God, you guys, I can't even jump in and say anything. I can't I can't even. That was beautifully put, honey. I agree with everything you said. And as a woman, I feel very special when I'm appreciated. And it doesn't even have to just come from your mate. It could come from your parents. It can come from your children. It could come from your best friend. You just want to know that whatever you're putting out, you know, it, you're appreciated for it because it's just a special feeling. And then we'll move right on to number 13, which is understanding. When we go through things, women sometimes go through, we just want our mates to be understanding and comforting while we figure it all out. And sometimes a simple hug or a smile or even the words, I'm here for you whenever you need me, is all we need to move past it. That's something that's very, very important. I've heard from so many ladies and and myself. I'm I'm an example. I'm a living example. I've experienced it where you don't know really what's bothering you. You don't know really what's going on, but that's, you know, why women are different than men and, you know, women are different from each other. Everybody's individual, but you want sometimes just somebody to say, I'm here for you, whatever it is. I know you're probably a little confused or you don't know what's happening. When you're ready to talk, let's talk. If you're not ready, I respect that too, but that's kind of what you want, a hug, a smile, something reassuring because some days you wake up and it could be from PMS to I just don't feel like, you know, I'm happy today or I don't like the way I look today. It could be so many different inner conflicts going on that you just you need to know someone's there for you. So understanding is definitely, definitely, definitely top on my list, and I think for a lot of ladies out there, and we got a lot of emails about I just want to be understood. If I don't want to be bothered, please respect that and don't take it personal. 
That's right, baby. Number 14, uh, women want their mate to be devoted to them. Be devoted to them and you will reap the benefits of all that a woman is and has to give of herself. And this is, I can't say enough, this is huge because if they know that you're devoted to them, they're going to reciprocate that back to you. And it goes both ways. In our book, we talk about the yin and the yang. And when you read it, you kind of understand it. That's what we're saying is so much of myself I give to my wife, so much of herself she gives back to me. And it just is a never-ending cycle. It's a beautiful thing to be involved in at the same time. That's right. And, and again, you know, that's that's beautiful, honey. You, you put it in the way that I would explain it as a woman. I love it. And we'll move right along into number 15, and then we'll recap it for you guys because we could spend all the whole show talking about what women want because the list goes on and on. But a woman wants to be queen of her castle, be it an apartment, be it a mansion. We must reign queen of our castle. That is a must. There's no, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. I don't care who the mate is, let the woman reign queen. It would just be the best thing to do because they're going to reign king or, you know, whatever the situation is. So we definitely have to remain, we have to reign queen. And that just means we know we appreciate all these things that we just talked about, all 15 of them encompassed into that one thing is what will let a woman reign queen of her castle. So, so basically <laughs> you guys want us to be perfect. Are damn close. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but like I said, the list goes on and on, but we will start with these. And, you know, I'll, I'll quickly go through them real fast. And just again to recap, so anybody that want to take your pen, your paper, jot it down, or you can come back to the show and listen to the archives, but this is very important. We're giving you a glimpse into, you know, our survey on what women want and what I feel and, you know, my husband being here with me and just being a wonderful husband, mate, lover, friend, father, everything under the sun, and there, it's just it's something that we definitely need. And, again, starting with number one, I'll let you do it, honey, and then I'll do mine. You got it, babe. Before we read through them, I just want you to be thinking. I want to know what are your top two at the end of this, the top two okay. for you. Okay. So okay. number one is to be respected in all ways. Okay. And number two is to be loved beyond a doubt. A woman wants to be heard when they're speaking to their mate. Number four is, that was number three, you guys. Number four is we need to feel secure in our relationship. Number five, a woman wants to be complimented on their beauty and strengths. Number six, we want to be spoiled and taken care of in a non-monetary way. Number seven, a woman <laughs> wants to be able to trust. Number eight, we want to be soulmates with our mate. Number nine, a woman wants to be included in any and all decisions made. Number ten, to someday have a family. Number eleven, we do not want to be compared to mates of past partners. A woman wants to know that they are appreciated is number twelve. Number thirteen, understanding, we want to be understood. Number fourteen, women want their mate to be devoted to them. Most definitely. And number 15, a woman wants to be queen of her castle. And I'll tell you my two, honey. Okay, and let me. <laughs> number one, I would have to definitely say respect. Okay. Okay. And number two would have to be number 15, I need to reign queen of our castle because you're king. Respect queen. <laughs> and, then, and then, thank you, guys. Once again, we do not pretend to be experts but merely your hosts sharing our thoughts with you, and uh, like I said, again, we just enjoy this, you know, being able to come together and talk to you guys is our favorite place to hang out, you know, on a Saturday at 5 o'clock. We'll move right on in to Hot Topics, and today in Hot Topics we have for you. Yes, we do, drum roll. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have a brand new President. Yes, let me repeat that. We have a brand new president for those of you who have been on vacation, maybe didn't know, whatever it is. Former Senator Barack Obama has won the U.S. presidency this November 4, 2008. He was awarded the highest office seat in our country by defeating Senator John McCain in this year's elections. Congratulations to Barack and his family, and we pray, pray, pray for a smooth and easy transition. And congrats again. Congratulations to Barack, no question about it, babe. Number two in Hot Topics, we have O.J. Simpson loses big.
bid for a new trial. O.J. was denied a new trial on Friday by the Nevada judge who presided over his conviction in the gunpoint robbery of two sports memorabilia dealers in Nevada Las Vegas hotel room. Clark County District Judge Jackie Glass said challenges raised by Simpson's lawyers uh, for Simpson and co-defendant C.J. Stewart did not raise to the level uh, that would garner them to seek a new trial. But Glass did not acknowledge, baby, her ruling could be appealed to the state's only appellate court. Simpson and Stewart, who were shackled uh, in jail attire, did not speak during the 20-minute hearing at which the judge also denied requests to release them on bail pending the December 5th hearing. She said they face life sentences, mandatory prison, and they just she has to deny the motion. So Simpson, who is 61, Stewart, who is 54, mm-hmm. they were convicted on October 3rd, and the charges included kidnapping, armed robbery, and assault with a deadly rep- weapon in a hotel room confrontation on September 13, 2007. Simpson, Simpson has argued he was trying to recover stolen mementos. He faces, well, actually each face five years in prison, uh, for the kidnapping convictions and mandatory sentence of at least two years and up to 30 for each of the two armed robbery convictions. So let's hope again that O.J. Uh, is able to, to miss this one, obviously, if he is not guilty. But uh, I don't know. This one doesn't look good, babe. No, that doesn't. And I, I am just devastated about this whole situation. It's too bad that what happened in Nicole Brown Simpson years ago, and it's still this stuff playing out. It's just it's unfortunate, but hopefully it works out. Um, number three we have in Hot Topics, you guys, the Texas Bank is the 18th seed this year. Regulators have shut down Houston-based Franklin Bank. It's a popular bank in Houston, making it the 18th failure this year of a federally, federally insured bank. The Federal Deposit Insurance Corp. was appointed receiver of Franklin Bank. It had $5.1 billion, you guys, in assets and $3.7 billion in deposits as of the 30th of September. The FDIC does say, though, all of the bank's deposits will be assumed by Prosperity Bank of L. Campo, Texas. Its 46 offices will reopen as branches of Prosperity Bank, and all customer deposits will continue to be FDIC insured. Now, I'm not sure that I would want our money in there. I probably would mm-hmm. want to move it to somewhere more stable, but at least they're still being insured. Yes, that is that is big, and they're insured up to $100,000 for each account, but wow, you close one and open it up under a different name. This is it, It's unprecedented in the USA, but it is happening, and that leads to our next one, baby, in Hot Topics, and that would be the jobless rate bolts to a 14-year high of 16.5%. The nation's unemployment rate bolted to a 14-year high of 16.5% in October, as another 240,000 jobs were cut, far worse than economists expected. The new snapshot released Friday by Labor Department showed the crucial job markets quickly eroding. Unemployment has now surpassed the high seen after the last recession in 2001. October's decline marked the 10th straight month of payroll reductions, babe, and government revisions showed that job losses in August and September turned out to be much, much higher than expected. So not good news for the economy. Oh, no, not good news at all, you guys. And then finally, we're going to end our Hot Topics section on a note that's going to probably be surprising to most of you guys and you, honey. Listen to this. When 10-year-old Austin Smith, a little boy that was 10 years old, his name's Austin Smith, heard Barack Obama had been elected president, he had one question. Does this mean I won't get a new gun for Christmas? Sure. (laughs) Now, the title of this article is Election Triggers Surge in Gun Sales, Okay. That that brought his mother to Bob Moat's sports shop on Thursday where she was picking out that special 20-gauge shotgun, one of at least five weapons she will buy before Obama takes office in January. Gun enthusiasts nationwide are stocking up on firearms out of fears that the combination of an Obama administration and a Democratic-dominated Congress will result in tough new gun laws. And not to pass judgment on them because I don't know their situation. I guess um, they're hunters. Their families are hunters, and they rely on shooting animals for their food. 
the only thing is she has kids four to ten years old and she's taught them all and i didn't include that in there but she taught all of them how to shoot and so they all shoot shotguns and all types of weapons and that kind of thing so I'm a little worried about that, and so I don't I don't know what Obama and the plan is as far as the gun laws, but when you hear a 10-year-old boy say, oh, well, does that mean I'm not going to get a gun for Christmas, and it's a 20-gauge, you, you might want to look is, into that. That is crazy, crazy talk, especially after the 7-year-old at the, at the gun show um, shot his head off with an Uzi, baby. Oh, These are God. things that, you know, hopefully the gun laws get lesson because out there uh, i mean now obviously if you're out hunting that's something different but a 10 year old with a 20 gauge it i don't know what happened to the bb gun is what i'm saying oh most definitely and you know what you guys where we at baby What's that? we are in a love and romance and this is one of our favorite sections if not i would say our favorite section and babe we do have a winner in this week's contest and i will say yay he is jordan from Newark, New Jersey. Oh my goodness, and he will win. Okay, he will win a brand new Sony CFT. Yes, that's right. He did his Christmas present early, you guys. He wins a brand new Sony CFT. Fantastic, and no worries, everybody. We will continue our infinite love contest through Christmas, so you will have a chance to enter and win some great prizes. This next contest for this week is a little different, and I'll let my lovely wife explain this one to you guys. Thank you very much, and I sure will. Okay, this week's contest will consist of, okay, you guys ready? you got to answer this question. What is the infinite love quiz it's found in our book no ordinary love a true story of marriage and basketball okay you gotta you gotta send us an email or you can call it in some people call it in to the 888-733-7105 number that's our company hotline you can call it in leave a message and leave your name remember in a contact phone so if you win we can contact you or you can email us at our myspace and or send us a message here right here on blog talk and we will get it you will win and you will get your prize um, the, this winner will receive a gift certificate for two for dinner at Cheesecake Factory. It's a $100 value, and by the way, it's one of our favorite restaurants, too, so we thought we would share that with you guys. No <laughs> and question. here's a few questions that we received and a few emails from you guys out there as well that we wanted to share in this segment of our show. And I have the number one email is from David in Dallas, Texas, and it says, Doug and Jackie, you guys rock. I did not really know that much about you before listening to your show, but now I find myself coming back every week. Thank you very much, David. Wow. You guys not only have impressed me and my wife, you have also helped our relationship a tremendous amount. Thanks so much. Thanks to you too, David. That's great, babe. Thanks. And this one's from Arlene in California. I used to read some of the crap that's on the net about you guys and decided to come to a game you had in Atlanta, Doug, while playing for the Kings and see if Jackie was there with you and test her. You see, me and my girlfriends believed all that silly stuff. Some wrote and wanted to see if we could rouse her. We did get to meet you both. Don't know if you guys remember, but it was about five of us, and we came up by the bus after the game and asked for your autograph, and you guys were the most gracious, kind, and sweet couple I ever met. Jackie, you're gorgeous, and I see why he loves you, as you have a, such a good spirit. Anyways, glad I met you too, and I have been singing your praises ever since. And I know the lies hurt, but they, they are just jealous haters is all. Keep being Doug and Jackie. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> and here's one from Bob in Minnesota. Here's a question, actually, I guess. It says, hey, are you two always so happy and together? Is that normal? Do you find it strange that you guys get along so well? And is the story true, Jackie, you let Doug choke on a chicken bone and would not let a nurse help him? <laughs> <laughs> now, even though these types of emails do get old fast, everybody, we still want to address them. And right here, right now, on our nationwide show, I will once again answer this silly rumor. I'm going to tell you guys a little history about this rumor, too. It comes out, it seems like, every single time 
someone gets bored and they decide they want to start some rumors up. So about once a month it circulates around. <laughs> it's a it's a rumor from 2004, which was just that, a lie. And they put it on there and they circulated it. And so people think nowadays, this is years later, they think that, oh, it just came out. And so they email us and ask us, even our daughter asked us, and she thought it was funny, but she goes, Mom, I have to ask you about this email rumor that's on the Internet. So I just wanted to tell you guys a little history. Now, this is ridiculous. It's an outright story from an unknown source that decided to circulate this around the net. The answer is a big, fat no. Would never do that. And secondly, anyone wanting to know if something or someone is telling the truth, if you want to hear it, see if a rumor is true or false, go to this place right here, everybody. Go to Snopes.com. That's S is in Sam, N, Nancy, O, Oscar, P, Paul, E, Edward, S, Sam. Snopes. Dot com and check it out there and and see if maybe it's true or false and honey you answer these people were you choking on a chicken bone? Uh, all I can <laughs> say is that that's a lie. Yeah. But I have another question. That's yeah. a crazy lie too. And uh, chicken bone, I'd have crushed that thing anyway. <laughs> uh, we have our next question that comes from Jill in New York, and okay. she said, "I read your guy's book." That you grew in in your book that you grew up in the same neighborhood in Seattle, but you didn't know each other, but knew some of the same people. How could this happen? What do you think, babe? Um, well, it happened because uh, my my husband's mom, my mother-in-law, Norma, had a store in the same neighborhood that we were in, and me being a candy junkie. I would have my mom take us to the store all the time to get the candy. She had the best possible candy ever in Seattle. It was all the stuff, banana bites, for everybody that know what those are, um, now and laters, Charleston Chewies, all the candy uh, you know, of the past. And we'd go down there and get it. And he would be the little guy in the back playing video games. I vaguely remember someone back there playing video games in the back. I don't really remember him, but it's funny. And he actually knew some of my sisters. I have two younger sisters. He knew them, you know, because he'd see them out and about. And it was just strange that one day we happened to, once we grew up, know the same guy named uh, Stevie T, Stephen Taylor. And um, he told me he had somebody special that he wanted me to meet that he thought I would really enjoy meeting. And the same thing he told Doug. And then he told me that he played basketball, and I, or he was playing in school, and I thought, uh-oh, I heard rumors about those kind of guys, so I was like, no, nah, I'm not. But then I met him, and he was just fantastic. And I would say it was love at first sight for me because he just was adorable, and I expected him to be this cocky, arrogant kind of athlete type that, you know, I had heard, and now I don't believe the stereotypes. Everybody so don't listen to those stories. And he was just <laughs> really, really a gentleman, and he was kind and nice and had a little bit of, you know, he had a little bit of bad to him, but it was in a good way. It was that, you know, he could dance, he could do all the stuff that I'd admire in a guy. And, you know, I was more shy, and he kind of brought that out of me. And then they came over and visited him and a group of his friends, and we just had a lot in common, fashion, music, everything else. So that's how that happened. We grew up in the same city, liked the same things, but didn't know each other, and now we do. Yeah, babe, I could say a city is, and a neighborhood is as big as the world, but as as small as a next door neighbor. Six degrees of separation. We just that's how it happened. It was meant to happen that way, babe. That's right. That's right. And then, you guys, in our next section, we got beauty and lifestyle. And today, in beauty and lifestyle, we have for you vitamins. Yes, people, with the winter months upon us, okay, we have to be sure that we're taking our vitamins, especially vitamin C. It will help ward off colds. But you got to check with your doctor first because I'm not a doctor, and I don't want nobody calling saying I took some vitamins and I got hurt. Now I need some money because I don't got none. So <laughs> <laughs> so make sure you talk to your doctor. But, no, this is a real good time to um, take vitamins and get healthy because that's what I'm doing right now too. No question, babe. And the next one, actually, this leads in, it's a book. And we're not going to tell you what the book is because one of our shows is going to be dedicated to this book. But I have for you, buy organic fruits and vegetables. Otherwise, they are, if they're not organic, they are what you call GMO, genetically modified organisms. And they are produced here in America to make the produce bigger and produce more of it, obviously, to feed the masses. But that can cause a lot of health issues. So try to, and I've seen this in my research, and this is going to be a book we talk about later, but you, you try to buy organic if you possibly can. Oh, that's, that's hot right there. The next one is, third one is, a time to give back. Okay, with Thanksgiving right around the corner, now is a great time to start thinking about who and what you want to do to help. With food donations or volunteering, you know, during the holidays, your contribution, no matter what the size is, it will be greatly appreciated. And that's my calling in life is to help people. 
So it's really, really exciting for me to talk about it. I get real passionate about it because I know that just helping an old person across the street or whatever, it's, it's just a good feeling. You, you go to sleep at night feeling great that you did something and gave back to this world, you know, in a positive way. So definitely be thinking about what you want to do to help during the holidays. No question. It is definitely giving time. And last but not least, we're going to keep it in a little bit of fashion, and Uh-oh. that would be the polo <laughs> shirt or Le Coq Sportif, whichever one you want. you got your polo man on the horse or you got your alligator. It's, it's your pick. But uh, that collar can be dressed up or dressed down with class always. They come in various colors, sizes, shapes, any and everything. But it's something that's sporty, but at the same time can look real good too. So the polo shirt. Okay, well guess what? Now, and we're going to do this right before our final final segment of sports. What? This, the, no sports? this is a little bonus section that we want we want to give you guys, okay? So this is a short surprise for all you guys. We, we thought that um, you guys would enjoy this. It's going to be a quick little impromptu hot seat interview that we're going to do on each other. So I'm going to start, and I had this whole spiel that I was going to do, but I'm going to shorten it up because it's like 24 minutes to go, and I know we got a whole bunch of great stuff to talk about in sports. So here we go. Okay, honey? So I'm going to start with you, and I'm going to ask you some questions, <laughs> and you got to be ready, and you can't pause. you got to answer them. So it's like pop it off as soon as I tell you. You ready? Is, is, uh, can I say, uh, just Okay, <laughs> no, none of that. Are you losing? And if I win the contest, I get whatever I want the rest of the weekend. Uh, and if you win, you get whatever you want. You ready? I'm going to go fast, Okay. Ready? Yep, yep. <laughs> Okay, one, two, three. Okay, what's your favorite hmm? newspaper? USA Today. Color? Green. Food? Green. Movie? Life? Time of day. Any. Book. Way of the Wizard. Poem. Uh, to my mom, Basketball Norma. Basketball team. You Lakers. Football team. Seahawks. City. Seattle. <laughs> Cologne. Dolce and Gabbana. Okay, you missed one, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You was pretty good, though. You was pretty good. You okay. ready? Uh, yeah, what is your favorite candy? Wait, you got to start over. You didn't tell me to get ready. You I said, to get what ready. is your favorite? You know, you got okay. to get ready. You can't See? get rushed. You okay. Are you, you ready now? Okay. You sure. Yeah, I'm ready. Five, four, three, two, one. What is your favorite wardrobe piece? Oh, you yes. Me, you guys. See, I'm going to tell you guys I have my answers ready. That ain't right. Okay, ready for boots. What's your favorite candy? Hershey bars. Wardrobe piece. Boots. Color. Black. Book. No Ordinary Love. Poem. <laughs> Surf. Oh, um, I'm a phenomenal woman. I messed up. Oh, movie. Scarface. Song. Let's get it on. Wine or spirit. Fantasy all day. City. Seattle. Perfume. Dolce & Radio show. Ours. Things to do. Relax. Food. Ooh, seafood. Oh, there so you go. So we both missed one. Dang, honey. So that means we got to do what each other want for the rest of the weekend. How are we going to do that? That'll work. We'll figure it out. <laughs> okay, you guys. We, we're having some fun right now, and i gotta, I got to find that special something so we can go ahead and move into our next spot. Oh, yes. There's that music, and that automatically leads into us bringing back the one and the only Wizzle. That would be W-I-Z-L-E. What is happening out there, Wizzled in Blog Talk Land? Are you with me? Here. Oh, there he is. I, I just heard him. Wizzle, are you all right? That. For the beatbox fans and hip-hop fans, I got all kinds of shit because I'm the man. <laughs> He is something else. Now, now let me tell you, Wizzle, tonight we got Jones versus Kawasaki. You know Jones. what is going on. Roy Jones Jr. And versus Kawasaki tonight, uh, right when we get off the radio show. Come on, jump in. Who you got? Jones or Kawasaki. Hey, everybody who's hearing, they got two ears. You can have one ear. You know what's popular. You got to go with Roy. You've seen his beard. You know he means Looking. business. This is real business. This is real life. This is we're going with we're going with Roy all day. Okay, now in, in jumping into a little bit of basketball, Wizzle, we're not going to stay there long. But I, I got to say, in the Southeast Division, I'm looking in in the newspaper and I see the Atlanta Hawks three and O. Is that a surprise? Or talk to me. What, what's going on with Atlanta? Are, are they going to do something, or is this a surprise? No, they are solid. If you got, if you can re- recollect that they did everything that they could. As far as with uh, uh, your Boston Celtics, which are the world champions in the NBA this year, uh, they took them to the the, the, the brink of extinction. You got to give Atlanta much credit, and personally, you got to know 
Mr. Christie, that uh, Bibby is doing big things because there's a lot of people who don't know nothing about the basics of basketball, and he's down there displaying them right now. He's having a great season, and Atlanta looks really good right now. There you go. Now, before we jump into your picks for this weekend, I will have to give you kudos last week at 9-5. and five, Any betting man out there would have took all of your picks, and they were a little bit controversial because you picked a lot of road teams, but the Wizzle comes out on top with 9-5. and five. But, Wizzle, I want to know, what are your top four NFL teams thus far in the season? My top four NFL teams, you know, it, 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 this is a tough kind of pick, but Personally, me, being the person I am, I like physical, physicality, if you will, if that's a word. If not, you know the word's been given birth. We're going with the Jaguars. Mm-hmm. We're going with the Steelers. Okay. We're going with the Panthers. Ooh. Yeah, I, I, I like physical. you got to be physical and have some explosivity, another type of word. <laughs> Hey, Jackie, you be, you be hurting. And the next one, and of course you know, we got to go with Miami. I, I, I hate Miami. It, I like Miami. I like Miami, man. Okay. Well, what do you want? We're gonna, you, I'll tell you this. The Pittsburgh, Carolina, the Jaguars, and Miami. Now, we're going to see if the whistle picks his teams that he – considers the top four in the NFL thus far, and I will have to say, Whistle, those are some darn good picks, by the way. I mean, uh, you know, Miami could be questionable, but hey, here we are. Yeah, no, no, they're looking good, and we're going to jump right to Miami, by matter of fact, because you got Seattle at Miami. Who do you got in that one? Now, this is a big game, you know, and it sounds probably not the most professional, but I'm picking Seattle. Ooh. To upset this big team, because you know what? They don't know anything about Seneca Wallace or the type of confrontation or the type of turmoil we're do, dealing with here in the in the 206 in the Northwest. So I got, I'm going with the Northwest to get an upset in Miami. Now, we got the New York Giants at the at Philly. Now, this is going to be an interesting game. I, I want to get your pick on this one, the Giants versus the Eagles. It's going to be a huge game. There's going to be a lot of huge hits, huge pops. But I think at the end of the day, we're going to go with the home team. Ooh. I think that McNabb has something to prove. I think that uh, obviously uh, if, 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 if there's anyone to have a game to offer to lose, it would be New York because they've kind of been on a, on a pleasant streak considering all the, the, the injury reports and the type of things that haven't, uh, that they haven't affected New York. So I'm going with uh, McNabb in this one to get an upset at home. Okay, the undefeated Tennessee Titans at the Chicago Bears. Who do you got in that one? i got to go with Tennessee. Obviously, I like the the combination of thunder and lightning. If you're not hit, we're going Pac-10, and we're going with the fastest 40 ever recorded in the combine. We're talking about 4.2. Are you kidding me? Flat? That's faster than, hey, we're going with Tennessee in this one, man. Chris Johnson is a nut. they got a crazy thing going on out there, and Vince doesn't even have to be involved. He can watch it. That, that's almost a blessing. Okay, Green Bay Packers at the Minnesota Vikings. This is always a game that's a good one because there are two teams that don't like each other. Who do you got in this one? You know, this is going to be another good one, but, hey, Let's be honest about it. I, I, I like both teams. Obviously, uh, Minnesota is extremely physical, but I like Green Bay. I like what Rodgers has been able to do. I like the fact that he's been able to take position at the helm very easily and, and make a smooth transition. And also getting paid an extra few million dollars doesn't help. I'm going with uh, Green Bay to get this one, baby. You got it. Buffalo Bills at the New England Patriots. Who do you got in this one? And this was the last game that, as far as pick-wise, that I had problems with. Um, you know, both these teams are, are doing well, and this would actually be the first time that I've noticed in terms of uh, acknowledging my own data that I'd be rooting for and actually picking New England. I'm going to do exactly just that. I'm picking New England to get, to get this one and uh, to, uh, to send Buffalo a big shock. Wow. Okay. Now we got New Orleans at Atlanta. Reggie Bush heads to ATL. Who do you got in that one? You know, both quarterbacks are playing extremely well. The intangibles comes down to the quarterbacks handing the ball off to somebody. 
and if you don't have a big somebody to hand it off to, you're uh, one step behind. I'm going with Atlanta in this one with Michael Burner Turner to have a big game and to step up big, and Atlanta to get the win. Okay, St. Louis at the Bretts, as you call them, St. Louis Rams at the Bretts. Who do you got now? New York Bretts, Bretts, Bretts. They're Bretts, Bretts. You can say Bretts if you like Bretts. You like Bretts with mustard. I like Bretts with mustard. Pujol Slaw pops if it pops is making it. Anyway, I'm going to give Bretts a nod this week, and I think he's going to come up big, and he's going to sell the full deal that he's been having. In terms of uh, his turnover ratio has been, wow, Kind of questionable for the fantasy league people, but uh, I'm going to go with Brett this week, and I think he'll do his deal. No question. Carolina Panthers at the Oakland Raiders. Who do you got now? We got to go with we got to go with Carolina, and I think that anybody out there listening would be like, "Hey, we got to pick the best team." And if you wouldn't pick the best team, you'd be like, "Okay, what team will win on Madden?" Hey, we're gonna go with Steve Smith to show up big, and we're looking for things like Jonathan Stewart to to show up and uh, to play. Although the, the injury report would dispute that, uh, we look for him to show up and to be important in that game in terms of uh, solidifying their spot out there and what they're trying to do and continue momentum. There you go. Baltimore Ravens at the Houston Texans. This is going to be a big game. This is huge. Okay, you got to. Certainly a couple of hard-hitting teams. Uh, the Texans have been flying under the radar, and that's exactly why. It's probably not the most popular pick, but I'm going to go with the Texans in this one. They're at home. They, uh, every game that they lose it has to be by within the touchdown or so. They're extremely tough. They're physical. And I think that when it comes down to it, they're going to have a little bit more than Mr. Flacco, as is Joe Flacco, isn't that name beautiful, Joe Flacco? That is, that is a football name. T-shirt. Joe Flacco, I think they'll have a little bit more than Joe Flacco's ready to distribute tomorrow. There you go. KC, and that's Kansas City, at San Diego. They are coming back from Europe. What do you got in that one? You know what? Uh, Kansas City was really, really surprising last week. As anybody saw, they had a back step in. Uh, he really showed his capital A in a big way mind you. Uh, but, hey, I'm going with the opposing team this week because San Diego, the, the games that they have to win to get to the playoffs, they're limited, and I think that at some point that they'll uh, mature real quickly and realize that uh, we don't want a quick season and then start training for next year uh, before we have to. So I'm going with San Diego in this one. Okay. Jacksonville at Detroit. That would be 0-8 Detroit, by the way. Uh, Webb, Webb, Webb is your town. This is a beautiful <laughs> one. You get Culpepper, man. Culpepper is going to be starting. I'm going Detroit all day. Man, you got some. You got a big thing that's probably going to happen. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm going Culpepper. I got a good feeling. I got the feeling that he's going to be having his arms rolling and uh, get it rolling this weekend, and he'll get the win. San Francisco on Monday night at your Arizona Cardinals. Will this be Singletary's first win? Who do you got in this one? You know what? Singletary is nothing personal. I like your intensity. Your intensity as a player was impeccable, impeccable, but questionable as a coach. Let me tell you something. Right now you got one of the hottest quarterbacks in the league, and we're talking about a 37-year-old. And any 37-year-old's out, 38, if you're feeling that, if you're feeling that, you got to understand that Kurt Warner is probably one of the best players and the MVP candidate in the league, and I'm going with Arizona in this one to show up big and to uh, continue their dominance. No question. Well, i got a question for you. You're Carolina Panthers, obviously, at Oakland. Now, looking at that game, and you're talking about quarterbacks like uh, Kurt Warner, i, I got to give you, your guy DeLome. Is he underrated? What's going on down there? I mean, he did, you don't hear about him, but they're winning ball games. You know, Spanish people and, 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 and African-Americans have always got along, and Del Home means the homie. You know what I mean? If you can barely understand Spanish, the homie, he's a good guy. He runs a great team. He's a professional. He's unheralded. He doesn't need to require a lot of credit as well as their coach. Um, they got a great thing, man, what they do out there, and they play a consistent way. And there's – Again, we're talking about a competition with them in Oakland and in terms of where your team is, is and as a franchise, it's almost 
not even a comparison. Um, the Panthers will be more professional in the handling of business. And the homie is the homie, Dale Homie. There it is. Now tell me, uh, who got the best out of the trade? I'm sure everybody's seen you got two all-star guards, Allen Iverson leaving uh, Denver, going to Detroit, and Chauncey Billups heading back home to Denver. Uh, you got AI, who they, they lost last night for the first time. He had a great game. You got Chauncey Billups. They, they got a victory last night. Who gets the best out of this trade right here, do you think? Well, it's in terms of uh, what uh, what all star or a company uh, star that they have on the team. If you talk to Rip Hamilton, he'd probably tell you that. Well, uh, man, I, I I think I got the best because I get more room and somebody's going to give me the ball in different in different positions. But if you talk to Carmelo and you seen him yesterday, he was like, "Wow, the ball can really be shared a lot more." But, hey, first and foremost, ladies and gentlemen, you have to realize that there's one ball. There's only five players. There's actually ten players on the court, and there's five players trying to get that ball. So with the offensive side with the ball, you have to share it. And sharing is always big in, in, in basketball because it's always setting someone else up for the opportunistic moment, if you will. And so with that being said, I believe that Denver has got the better edge to deal. And I merely say that because – We've tried to deal with Iverson and Carmelo and having two stars who could possibly average 30 points, and it's not necessarily realistic. It's far-fetched. But the fact of the matter is is that if you got somebody who's willing to share the ball and if you have a Mr. Big Shot, supposedly if he can live up to your name, you have a big opportunity in Denver to do big things. That's not to say that in Detroit that uh, they're not going to be more than solid because they have a, a player who can create off the dribble and, and create his own opportunities. So uh, depending uh, Doug Christie or not, <laughs> it, it's questionable. There it is, Wizzle. As always, we love your sports insight. We will see you uh, same time, same place next week. Uno. No food this weekend, but pop a collar and jack your slacks. I'm out. (laughs) And we're going right into a short break, you guys. Check this song out. It is dedicated to Barack Obama. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yo, they said, they said, they said the stain would never come. If the world was just 
sleep, little pay, and a lot of sacrifice. There are days of disappointment, but sometimes, just sometimes, there are nights like this. A night, a night that years from now, when we've made the changes we believe in, when more families can afford to see a doctor, when our children will look back with pride and say that this was the moment when it all began. This was the moment. This was the moment when we tore down barriers that have divided us for too long. When we rallied people of all parties and ages to a common cause. When we finally gave Americans who've never participated in politics a reason to stand up and to do so. Hope. Hope is what led me here today. With a father from Kenya, a mother from Kansas, and a story that could only happen in the United States of America. that our destiny will not be written for us, but by us, by all those men and women who are not content to settle for the world as it is, who have the courage to remake the world as it should be. We are the United States of America, and in this moment, in this election, we are ready to believe again. want to say it's time to come to a close. We enjoyed you guys again, and we will catch you same place, same time. Have a safe week. Peace. Respect. You know, I had to do something for my fellas, right?
Girls, man.